I guess we should also introduce ourselves. Well, we'll, 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 we'll do that, yeah. Okay, so welcome to the first episode, the inaugural episode, as they call it, of Out of the Basement. Good name, by the way. Yeah, not bad, not bad, not bad. Uh, three guys standing around, or sitting around a table right now, chatting about gaming. Um, I'd like to introduce myself. I, I will be acting as the host for this podcast. What is your idea? So you get to do stuff like that. My name is Devin Turak. If you're at all into Derby, you may know me as the Emir of Istanbul. But uh, we'll, we'll carry on I'm from there. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me plug my other podcast. It's called Ottawa Derbycast. You can catch it on iTunes. <laughs> so I'm sitting here with my two good buddies, the Pats. We've got Pat Gleason. Patrick Gleason. Oh, well, wow. I never call myself Pat. You guys call me Pat. I always call myself Pat. I call you Patty. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't like So Patrick Gleason, a.k.a. Brain, and Pat, Pat Ramsoy. Pat Ramsoy, our good friend, Mac. Hey, Mac. Yep. Also of Derby fame. Also of Derby fame. If you see back on the track, or on the inside of the track, or outside of the track, whatever. Which the track, though? <laughs> All right. So this is a podcast that primarily is going to talk about gaming goodness, or all sorts of games, all sorts. Well, except for that, you know, that's separate bedroom gaming. We're not getting into that one. Well, we, we can if you want, but it's just three guys kind of sausage fest in here. I don't really know if we want to get into that kind of stuff. I don't know if our, our listeners will want to hear about the kind of stuff you get up to in your uh, Like us on Facebook time. if you want. <laughs> okay, so we're primarily going to be talking about video games, uh, role-playing games, tabletop games, uh, movies, all sorts of geek trivia, basically. The sort of stuff that normally gets talked about amongst <laughs> friends in the basement. <laughs> Or those really scary shops that you really don't want to go into because you're not too sure. We've got one here in our hometown. With a basement, even. With, that, that's, <laughs> that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. The yeah. basement that you don't really want to go into. So, show's going to be broken down into three segments. That's kind of what we've that preliminarily you just decided on. I, okay, you decided. We didn't decide. As, yeah. as your fearless leader, fearless. I have decided <laughs> that we will indeed. He's the one with the tape recorder. <laughs> okay, there's that. <laughs> so, segment one, hobby updates. Now, since this is the first time we're doing it, we, we don't really have a, this is our baseline. Yeah. This is where we're starting off at. So let's talk about what kind of stuff we're into, kind of get into a little bit about our gaming background, that sort of thing. So, Patrick, why don't you start first? Oh, okay. Um, actually, well, the thing is, uh, I've always done tons of different games. Yeah. Never, I like the fantasy ones and more science fiction. Right now, I'm into trying uh, superhero ones again. There's a new Marvel game oh, it has been out for a little while called Marvel Superheroes Revised or whatever. They changed their whole system and everything. Made it much more flexible. So, just to clarify, that right now we're talking about role-playing games. Not role-playing games. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not too much into the computer gaming ones, as you guys know. I just like real simple, basic things. Shoot, kill, and then move on. I've never been a big fan of the ones where you have to do a whole bunch of goals and stuff like that, because I have attention disorder, and you know, I don't want to pay that much attention to stuff. And for movies, well, any sort of science fiction movie is always good. Right. Especially the new zombie ones. There are a lot of those. There are, that's the catchphrase. That's pretty much it for me. <laughs> Zombies okay. are the new vampires. <laughs> Nick? Okay, Patty. What about you? Uh, other Patty. <coughs> other Patty. Uh, well, I enjoy uh, role-playing games, um, the occasional uh, video game. Um, 
kind of disappointed that uh, City of Heroes, City of Villains is... Oh, uh, dude, do not get me started <laughs> on City of Heroes. Well, we're talking... We're going to talk about City of Heroes. We, of, of course, we're, we're going to talk about it. We're going yeah. to talk about the absolute disappointment and heartbreak that is coming after seven years that I spent in this game. All of a sudden, they're shutting it down. I've got 80-some-odd guys sitting there with beautiful costumes that I'll never, ever see again. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, what, what have they really done? I mean, they, they just stand around looking good. Um, uh, they play I really, well in the game. I... I really, I mean, I, I do enjoy the game, but at the same time, it doesn't really give me the comic book experience. Really? No, yeah. no, it's 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 not. It's not like because uh, comic book is like about big, huge, epic battles and 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 you know. Well, okay. Did you ever have a nemesis villain? Yes. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Because I've never run across one. Well, it was me. There, 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 there was a whole. Um, so it's not, so yeah, but your heroes. No, no, no. no. No, they, they created kind of like a mirror universe where your guy comes to fight you in a, 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 a whole arc that they, they put for your character. Oh, they did. Oh, yeah, an, an arc. An arc. I'm, not talk, I'm talking about a recurring nemesis villain. Multiple well, arcs. Well, that, yeah. that, that has to be the, the named uh, evil character. I don't even remember his name now. Doctor something, whatever. No, but that's yeah, who, 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 I, who you never really encounter until maybe at the very end. I haven't reached the high levels oh, to actually see, encounter the guy. That, that's your problem. See, I've done a lot of task forces. No, I agree with Patrick here. This one. He's talking like, okay, Fantastic Four. You got Doctor Doom. Yeah. He's there from, like, the start. Yeah. Right? Avengers, well, that's different because they have so many different ones, but Loki is one of the biggest ones. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, Captain America is Red Skull and stuff like that. Superman's yeah. Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Fair, fair enough. But the, these are all characters that you meet... Not really at, the, at their very origin point, like yes. not when they start. Yes. Well, Doctor Doom is there almost right from the start of Fantastic Four. I, I suppose, Four. especially if you follow the the movie well, timeline where they're all friends until well, the accident. The comic book too. Magneto's there from from the X Men beginning. He was one of right. the big ones, right? Well, he wasn't well, Magneto definitely. You mm. know, and uh, Red Skull for Captain America. Right. These are ones like this is where difference because in the comic book there's no real. It's, it's different. In a, game, in, a, in a computer game, you have to build up levels. You right. have to get certain things, right. right? And villains don't grow like you do. Correct. Right, so that's where... That's well, your, your, your nemesis villain would, though. But that's really hard to program. Yes. Like, that's really hard to get into the programming. I mean, I could see, like, an MMO where if you guys are on opposite teams, you could become... Each other's nemesis. Each other's nemesis. Right. Which is actually pretty cool if they offered that an option. Yeah, that is not something that, yeah, that's capable, because the way they had City of Heroes set up, initially it was just heroes. Yeah. And then when they brought in City of Villains, they had it as a complete standalone, and there was no actual talk back and that's what between I mean, like, the two. It would have been nice if you could have... Right. Eventually, they did merge it all into one game, and you could change from being a villain to a hero, yeah. or from a hero to drop to being a villain. But still, you're, as soon as you, you do that, you're isolated. There's very little actual. Has anyone tried the? Because Champions came up with one. Champions is a terrible game. The Champions computer online, one. yes. The Champions online. Ever tried that? Did you ever try it? I have tried it. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I still have it installed on my computer. And? It's the graphics are horrible. Okay. The gameplay is horrible. It's the people who designed City of Heroes. At one point, the the main head guy, Jack Hammer, he left the company. Yeah. And started the Champions game, and so there's there's a lot of similarities kind of between them, but they do it. Their 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 look is far more 
cartoony. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's almost as cartoony as WoW. You know how WoW card oh, is really yes. cartoony? It's, it's similar to that so they, in its cheesiness. They, Whereas the City of Heroes is far more, I don't want to say realistic, because obviously it's not realistic, but the people look like people. People, right, yeah. Well, it's like, uh, remember the one Freedom Force? Oh, know, Freedom Force is fantastic. Because you know, it was standalone, but yeah. it was a well-done system. Yeah. Um, now, the problem, like, on the role-playing game side, as Patrick and I agree, Champions is one of the best ones to build a character. Absolutely. It is one of the best to design yeah. whatever sort of guy you want to. And then you hit combat, and yeah. it's just... Yeah, gameplay, a little flawed. A little flawed. You know, it's it's similar, like, and that's... I was hoping the MMO would be a little bit better because right. it's, it's all background, so you're right. not having to roll all the stuff and do your thing. Right. Um, combat in the game actually was okay. It's, it's very similar to City of Heroes because, again, yeah. it's done by the same guy. And to be fair, I haven't really looked at it in the past, say, three or four years. Oh, so I looked at it in the first year when it first came out. I was there kind of... Well, I know Marvel's playing an MMO. I, I'm actually in the beta for the new Marvel MMO. Okay, and but I have there's some there's some problem with the download when I tried to install it, and they're only running it at certain times right now. It's very very basically into beta. Okay. So they had a two hour time slot on Thursday between six and eight Pacific where it was on, or four and six Pacific, six and eight here, right. something like that. But because my installer wouldn't work, I was not able to do it. Again, there's a uh, two hour time slot today, this afternoon while I'm here. Where, oh, you're correct. Where, yeah. where they're they're putting it on, but again, I still haven't been able to install it, so I haven't been able to. Because it. Uh, it looks good, it sure. sounds good. Well, the like we played, I don't know you there years ago, the, one of the original Marvel superhero games. Yes. The role playing. Yeah. Which is interesting, but the problem was the levels were just way yeah. too off base. It's like the Hulk's defense; he could he, you could stand there and beat him all day long, yeah. and he wouldn't feel it. Right. Um, so, because the newer one though. Has it's much more flexible. Everyone can modify. There's a, there's a limit of dice, right. and everyone can modify back and forth by doing you know making things up for stunts and stuff. Okay, so like combos that sort of. Thing. So exactly, it's also a lot more freeform. So it's not like like you have a power and you can always do special stunts right. at the time. Like uh, you know Storm's weather thing. Yeah. If she wants to blind people, she just you know spends a chip or whatever, and she can blind people for that time period. So okay. it's not. A, buying a whole new power. Right. So I like that idea because I want story to flow. Sure. And that's also important for any sort of game. <clears throat> it also allow, encourages people to be creative with what they've got. Exactly. And that's the thing for role-playing. You want to be that. For the computer games, I've always found, especially MMOs with WoW and that, there's always the grind. Yeah, oh my god. And I'm sorry, like, I... I my job's bored enough. I don't want to go online and, you know, run around and mine stuff and then go, you know... <coughs> That's actually one of the things I really liked about Star Wars, the, the new Star Wars. I guess it's not really new now, it's been out for a year. Yeah. But um, Star Wars The Old Republic. A lot of the stuff that you would normally have to go around, like, like go and collect X amount of things from these people, go kill X amount of people from this yeah. group, that kind of progresses. Like, th those are um, they're, they're minor, they're, they're sub quests. Okay. So when you have your major quest, you have to go kill so many of these guys. At the same time, as they start dropping stuff, you get a secondary reward for that. So it, it, it makes the grind a, a little less tedious. Like, go, go mine! Right. So, yeah, so, you're, so, yeah, exactly. so, so you're killing a couple of birds with one stone. Game Actually, there's a new um, computer game coming up. Remember Wing Commander? Yes. Loved Wing Commander. Okay. The guy who does, one of the guys who developed it, he's coming up with a new MMO one. Uh, well, not quite full MMO, but it's anyways. Where you have to do the whole step. Like you go get your mission, then you go walk through the ship to talk to other people, take the elevator, talk to different people, get into your spaceship, 
you know, your fighter, move things around, and then you launch to your mission. I'm saying, like, that would be interesting for the first bit. Yeah. But after a while, you're like, okay. After uh, mission three. Fuck like, off! Just give me the goddamn... Yeah, yeah, do I really have to walk down this hallway again for the eighth time? Yeah. yeah. And say, hey, Bob, how's it going? Pretty good. Yeah. Just, just... Yeah, I, I think that would kill me. I would put it up for about half an hour and say that's it. I'm and not... my question is, like, on the elevator, are they going to have music playing? <laughs> <laughs> This is an exciting elevator ride. Like, yeah, and how, how realistic are they going to make the sizes, right? Is it going to be a giant eight-kilometer-long ship where you're starting off in the in the uh, briefing room and then you have to go to the flight deck, which is eight levels down oh, and like half a kilometer away? Are you going to walk that entire distance? Is it going to be that bad? I think that that, that game would fail. Sorry, I'm getting coffee. That's why. <laughs> so you're talking like uh, World of uh, Warhammer 40k, where the ships are kilometers long. Exactly. Like, yeah. Well, oh, can you imagine that sort of system for? All right, you're a cog. You're meant to die. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, oh, we love to swear because it's a podcast. I don't, I, don't, I don't really care. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not looping that shit. <laughs> well, yeah, but like Warhammer is like one of the nastiest, grittiest systems. Like, yeah. I'm going to World, you know, Warhammer 40k MMO. It's like you're a cog. You die next. <laughs> can you make 20 characters at once and you go, oh, look, I went out! Oh, I'm dead. Well, that's it. You can play a whole unit. <laughs> Here's the thing. They, they were talking about the MMO. Um, it, has, it has been modified, I guess. I don't quite know what the, uh, the whole... This is something we should talk about in the news section. Why are we talking about it now? We're still doing... Hey, you're the one who... our background. Well, you can always edit things into the proper order. No, 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 no. That, well, that would totally break the flow. Okay, well, this is our first one, so we're a little bit... Yeah, okay. formatted. This, 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 this whole thing may not be anywhere near as, uh, as rigidly segmented as I was planning right, when I first drew up the... You're dealing with me. So what do I follow up? True. What the hell? Give him a plan and he'll do his best to break it. Exactly. Okay, so, so we've talked about... About video games, we're talking about fun games. Again, or is this a, a little, yeah. Okay. Trying to get to- I'm, I'm, I'm reining you guys back on track, basically. Um, well, first of all, we haven't talked about me. Me? All about me now. Um, I started gaming with uh, role playing games, as I'm sure most people did. Um, this was kind of the time before video games were even really. Oh, advanced. shut the. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean. I remember the very first video game I ever played, I think, was Missile Command on an old Apple IIc. Oh, God, yes. That I used to play when I went, when my dad took me to his work on the weekend while he was doing some stuff. He would, you know, put me in front of the computer and just let me go. And there I would play Missile Command for a while. I love that game. Um, so, yeah, role-playing games are really all we had for a very long time. Yeah, my, my first video game was uh, the Flight Simulator on a TRS-80. Wow. <laughs> that, okay, so some of you young members might not know, or audience members, might not know what a Atari what that is, even is. It's, that was it's, one of the first PCs that uh, you could have in the house. That, that was before the Radio term, Shack computer. <laughs> that was before the term PC was even invented. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how old we're talking. <laughs> hey, should we talk about how old we are? <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah. I think they get the idea when we're talking about original video, you know, fair enough, video fair games enough. at arcades. I, I'm going to say that I'm the youngest out of all of us here by about a decade. Only <laughs> chronologically speaking. Only chronologically speaking, but we're all very, very old. <laughs> okay, so um, role-playing games. I mean, I played a plethora of stuff. I think my favorite game by far is probably West End's D6 version of the Star, Star Wars, Wars game. Oh, I loved it when you ran that. That was good. It was, it was a really good campaign. Uh, or Pendragon, the, the system that was put out by... Ooh, Chaosium? 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 You're talking Chaos. fourth end. 
right? Well, whatever. whatever. I, every every iteration of Pendragon that has come out, I have absolutely adored. Well, yeah, but still from Green Knight. Chaosium cur- cur- currently, it's it's put out by Green Knight. Yeah. Originally, it was put out by Chaosium, no. a company that no longer exists. Well, but that's um, a lot of companies that no longer exist. True. <laughs> video games, my God, the, the amount and varied type of video games that I play are, are many and massive. You guys so, have a life. This is true. This is true. I'm really it's 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 work at home, video games all day, all all evening, slash watch TV shows, slash movies, and then bed and then back to work again. That's why you live in your basement. I I own a basement and <laughs> my entertainment studio and everything is set up in the basement, yes. And I do spend a lot of time there, yes. But I don't sleep in the basement, I don't well, okay maybe sometimes. <laughs> anyway, not yeah, that's the aggressive too. Uh, so yeah, I, I play a bunch of MMOs, I play a bunch of strategy games, I play a bunch of sports games. Like right now, my, my favorite game that I'm playing at the moment, there's there's two that I flip back and forth between. The new XCOM game that just came mm, out. I want to put that off for the PlayStation. Brilliant. But apparently there are problems with the, the console versions. Okay. There are some bugs that, that affect gameplay on the PC. Fantastic. Uh, that and the new Football Manager 13, or 2013. Manager 13? No, Football oh. Manager as in proper football, soccer. Oh, okay. And oh, footy. Footy, footy. Right, it's it's a game where you actually take the role of a club manager. And spend billions of dollars to try and get the better team. Well, I don't... I, I started with uh, AFC Wimbledon, which is currently in the uh, Power 2 division. Oh, God, that's which is down the, there. The fifth division. It's, I think it's the first... Actual pro division of football in England. <laughs> so I started there yeah. with a very small club. Um, it's a club that actually came into existence maybe about ten years ago when they moved the proper cl- uh, club that or the team that used to be Wimbledon to uh, to somewhere Dons Dons something. Hmm. Anyway, they're called MK Dons. So I just to throw one. Do you remember the old James Bond role playing game? Uh, uh, I yeah. remember the old SSI. Uh, well, superhero that, game. That, well, SSI game. started as yeah, James Bond. As James Bond. Well, top secret. Well, top secret. Oh, yeah, top that's, secret. That's but it. then they actually came out with a James Bond mm-hmm. one as well. But that wasn't SSI. It was someone yeah. else. Man, Top Secret was a brilliant system. Yeah, it was really, really well done. This is back in the day when different dice were used. Like, it's interesting how they've gone from all sorts of games. Started out with like massive amounts of dice. Right. Well, they're just trying to imitate D and D. Yeah, and then but then they tried to streamline it by only certain type of dice. You know, like uh, the percentile ones from Marvel superheroes and stuff like that. Everything's determined on one roll. And then now again, we're getting back into chips, cards, and dice well, for games. Right. Or even diceless games. Or even diceless games. Yeah, that, that, that's really more of a new phenomenon. Though. Like, maybe well, in the last, say, 10, 15 years. Yeah, exactly. Well, years. Hey, for some of our listeners, if right. there is listeners, you, you know, <laughs> Hello, is there anybody out there? You know, um, 10, 15 years is more than they've been gaming. Fair enough. Right? Or, or alive. Or alive. Um, <laughs> oh, not if they're listening to us swear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, please. Anyways, but the thing is, like, I remember yeah, Castle Falconstein was one of the first diceless games. Oh, my God, Castle Falconstein. But I've always, such I've, a good game. I've always liked that sort of game where you, like, you ran a good Star Wars because you right. weren't stuck by the, except for the one time you missed. You know. Yeah, sure. But, but it's, you have to understand, as, as for role-playing games, where the advantage is, for me, is you can break away from the rules right. and, and the scenario and just go with the flow. Because right. we all know players do not follow nope. the what you plan to. No. Well, here's the thing. You put out hints and they misinterpret your hints. Or eat the allegory. Or, or eat, the allegory. eat the allegory. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so let's talk movies. Um, have you guys seen any recent movies? Anything good that you've seen? Uh, Anything you want to talk about? Hit, last one I saw in the theater was Dread 3D. Yes. And what do we think about I loved Dread? it. I loved it. Everyone, okay. I've read the comic books yes. and the like. Way back when was AD 2000 when yeah. they had all Lobo Hunter and all the other ones. Yep. So I've read Dread for a long time. I the Stallone movie. Well, that wasn't really Dread. It was a. It was. A Stallone vehicle. You know what? I, I'm going to disagree with you, but go on. Carry okay, on. Okay, you can disagree. But I liked some of the look from Judge uh, Judge Stallone. Like yeah. the bike and stuff like that. The bike looked more like a bike should be. But the new Dread 3D movie, they got the whole feel down. They got everything. It was a good story. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, okay, so I was going to disagree with you, but now I, I find that I can't disagree with you because that, that's exactly what I was going to say. I, if I could combine those two movies into one... It would be the perfect Judge Dredd yes. movie. The look of the original Judge Dredd movie, bang on perfect. Yes. Everything from the costumes, well, everything except for the the helmetless. But that's still, that's well, still no, that, that's that's all Stallone. I'm, I'm going to agree with Patrick on this. So every the look of that movie, bang on perfect from the comic books. Yes, the 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 weapons they used, perfect. Mm-hmm. The vehicles they used, perfect. The cityscape. Absolutely perfect. I hated the opening shot of the new Dread movie because you're looking over this giant wastescape of a, of a city, right? Yeah. Just giant city. But it looks like our time. With looks like- tiny little stacks scattered here and there throughout the city. No, no, no. This is, as, as they said in the original Dread movie, it's 50 million people in the, in the square footage of a city where only 20 million should be living. Yes. It's actually much bigger than that. Well, it's like it's, 800 million people in the right. Like, but the thing is, yeah, look, when, you, when they do the first pan over the city, right. the new it's, one, it's empty. Well, no, it's all you see looks, is sky. It, it looks like our time. Like yes. When they see the, the you start being vehicles and <laughs> exactly, it's like nowadays. If yeah. you took a screenshot or a flyover of a New York City nowadays, exactly. Except instead of skyscrapers here and there, it's just these giant stacks. Yeah. But even the even the stacks, they're not high enough. There, it, it doesn't capture at all the look of the comics. No. But the story, the storyline, acting. And, and the acting. Carl Urban did an amazing... Oh. Was it Carl Urban or his brother? Carl Urban. Yeah. I, I can never remember which one's No, it's Urban. Okay. Carl. So... And, uh, uh, I thought Lena Headey was fantastic. Oh, she yes. Mama. As Anderson? Yeah. No. As no. Mama. Um, oh, Mama. Oh, my gosh. So had, there was one guy uh, disagreed at work. He's like, he, he thought there was no stories. Like, they just came in and showed things. Like, have you not watched... Sorry, just came in and shot things. Right. Like, have you not watched most science fiction yeah. movies? <laughs> That's pretty much it. It's, or if you read Judge Dredd, the comic book, there's a lot of... Here's the scenario. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry? Oh, look. Predator. What's Predator? He's on an island and there's some guy killing you. Yeah. That's it. There's no... Not a lot of storyline behind it. You don't need it. No. It's an action movie. You don't want to have to do character development. It's, right. Well, there was, there was, there was a lot of character development. No, it doesn't mean... You know what I mean, though? It's like, the overall story is pretty basic. Here's your situation. Deal with it. Yeah. Move mm-hmm. on. Then everything... Like, it, that's where good directing comes in yeah. and everything to get... Mm-hmm. Um, the only one I saw after that is, well, The Avengers... Oh, the Avengers is like six months old. Dude. Yeah, no, you sorry. didn't see it after Dread. But you ask movies I've seen. Fair right, enough, yeah, fair um, I actually saw uh, Abraham Lincoln oh, Vampire Hunter. I, I didn't get a chance to see. I saw it recently theaters. on uh, on Netflix. Oops, sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to be sponsor of <laughs> Out of the Basement. <laughs> but and I, I thought it was well done. I mean, I can see where people didn't like it because they thought it would be more tongue in cheek comedy type right. thing. Is it not? It's not. It's part, there's a bit of there, but it's trying to be a bit darker too. Okay. So that's the thing. Um, other than that, I haven't really seen a movie 
in the theaters either. Well, there was Iron Sky that uh, we saw. Yes. Oh, Iron Skies. Yes. The Norwegian, you would love this one. Yeah. The Norwegian B movie. You saw it in the it's, theater? It's, it was no. Finnish, I think. There's, uh, I have a friend's backup <laughs> copy <laughs> that he lent me. Understood. Understood. Um, it's, because actually there was very little North American release. Okay. They had to fight hard to get it. It was at the... Uh, we're in Ottawa, based in Ottawa, by the way, in case you don't know. Um, Nation's capital. Of Canada. Yes. The Americans. <laughs> um, and it's actually interesting because it's, it's a B movie. Right. 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 Totally. So the production isn't quite there. But the story is still pretty good. And actually what's really funny is their story is actually pretty good. Right. Better than a lot of some Hollywood ones. Much better than the crap that it was Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Avatar wasn't about the story. Let's not talk about Avatar. There, there are parts of Avatar that were really good. And no, there wasn't. There's, there's, no! Avatar It was a very, very pretty movie. Okay, it was pretty. Let's, let's, seriously, let's, let's not talk about Avatar because a lot of people have very different... Can I do that in my rant? Yes. <laughs> you, in the, okay, so segment three is supposed to be just general Basically, everything that we're doing now is supposed to be segment three, and it will include Patrick's rant. <laughs> Picture, um, okay. okay, so games. Uh, there, we talked about the new XCOM game, which looks. We're amazing. not. We're not in news yet. That's news. Oh, segment we're two. What we're That's doing? News. Two. No, we're talking about what you've done. Oh, this is past. Oh, okay. And then we're going to go into future, well, and then we're going to go into present. I thought we're doing. Segment we're not two. segment two yet. Because I, I haven't talked about the movies I've seen. Oh, well, it's always about you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it kind of is always about me. So, <laughs> geek wise, um, I've. Really, the only thing on the list is Dread. Uh, I saw Alex Cross, which is the the latest. Uh, he used to be Morgan Freeman playing yes. Alex Cross. The uh, the investigator, psychological yeah. investigator. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is pre FBI. And that's with the guy who Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry, who can see Moon and Drag. I'm I'm actually not a big Tyler Perry fan, but I think he did a decent job in this movie. He kind of captured the same kind of look and feel and dialogue that the Morgan Freeman movies had. And I've been a big fan of, like, especially Bone Clutch is probably one of my favorite Morgan Freeman movies. Mm. That was really well done, well directed, well acted, and the storyline was very interesting. So, this one, um, maybe not as good as Bone Collector, but not a bad movie. Although, i got to say, not really geek-related. Oh, is anyone going to see the new one coming out? Um, Again, you're talking about news. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, End of Watch, it's like a cop movie, which I thought didn't really have a point is to that, it. That was so, so, so the, no. the Geek Connection is what? Isn't. isn't. Well, These are just movies I've seen recently. <laughs> you watch a lot of movies. I do, I watch a movie. I, I try to go to at least one movie a week, although sometimes that doesn't work out. Uh, Seven Psychopaths was incredible. Oh, I watched the other one. Incredible. Really well done. Oh, that looks really, that's news, though. That's news. No, it's bold. It just came out. It came out like a month ago. No? no, yeah, I, I, know. Know. I saw, I saw it weeks ago. No, it's coming out now. I guarantee. Well, I've seen it, so obviously oh, it's, it's not. In, it's in the theaters. I yeah. know that. It's been in theaters oh, for at least a month. No, only two weeks. More than two weeks. No. Anyway, not relevant. Uh, I saw the new Taken movie, which. Yeah. Well, listen, have you seen the first one? Yeah. Was it the I second see... one just the, the first one with a bigger budget? Very much the same. Yes, <laughs> very, very much the same. Liam Neeson kicks ass, though. Like it's, a, it's a Liam Neeson kick ass movie. I really enjoyed it. But really, Dread is the only gaming-related movie that I've seen recently. 
we need more to come out. That's that's what I was trying to say. Well, and you got uh, Skyfall coming up. Cloud Atlas is out right now. Skyfall came out last weekend, actually. No, this weekend. Overseas. Overseas. Really? Yes. Actually, well, next year is going to be good for the gaming geek movie thing because you no. have all the you have uh, a new Thor, a new Iron Man. November 9th is the release date for Skyfall in uh, in North America. Really? Yep. Yes. Get out. Yep. Like I said, next year is going to be good. Well, I'm a, I'm going to skip ahead again to this another section. Okay. Why don't we Why don't we skip ahead to segment two then? Well, Let's talk about news. No, I want to talk about myself now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, well, like I said, next year is going to be. Upcoming events, though, for movies, it's going to be next year for all the, the right. comic book stuff, geek stuff. Yes. Because you got all the. Well, all, got all the Marvel stuff coming. Marvel, well, plus Super. Isn't the new Superman due next year? I don't, I don't want to talk about the new Bad Superman. Why not? Okay, you know how big a Superman fan I am, right? Yes. You, you know how much Superman. I love Superman. My favorite superhero character of all time, bar none, Supes. Right. Guess who's playing in the movie? Russell Crowe is yeah. dead. I don't care who the dad is. Guess who's playing in the movie? I don't. Kevin Costner. It's his dad, isn't it? No, Russell no, Crowe's a dad. Russell Crowe's a dad. No, well, Russell Crowe is is Jor-El. Isn't Kevin Costner his human dad? Oh, um, Uncle Ben, not Uncle Ben. Um, no, no. The hell's his name? Kent. Yes, Papa Kent. Whatever his name is. Anyway, I don't know who he plays. I haven't seen the trailer for. I know nothing about it except for the fact that motherfucker is playing in the movie, which means I can't see my goddamn Superman movie. You have no idea how pissed I, how pissed off I am about. More this. pissed than how bad Return, Superman Returns was. I I had no problem with Superman Returns. I mean, really? it, it wasn't a great movie, but <clears throat> dude, they made a Superman movie. Of course, I loved it. I love Superman. I I, I just don't get that. There's nothing the guy can't do. Yeah. What what kind of I what kind care. of challenges do you give him that don't involve magic or crypto? See, I don't care. For comic books, I've always preferred Spider Man uh, because Spider Man. Okay, in the comics. They drew. They dealt with a lot harder issues. Sure, than super, they, absolutely. They had his best. His roommate had a whole bunch of drug overdose and sure. drug addictions. Uh, he killed his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, spoiler well, alert for the upcoming Spider-Man movie. He kills Gwen Stacy accidentally. You know, well, it's not really accidental. It is. <laughs> well, okay. And it, it's, it's not guaranteed, even though uh, the what's her face <laughs> said she wants to play that part of the. In, in the comics, well. it's Green Gum's got the. The boss. Oh, oh I, I know. I know the story, and I'm sure everyone else knows the story too. And he and he tries to save her, and in, in saving her, kills her. Yeah. Yes. Her so I guess you'd call it accidental. Well, that's what I'm saying. Spider Man dealt with harder yes. issues than just oh look, I can't do anything faster than anyone, you know stronger than anyone. For, for the most part, though, I found that Marvel deals with darker issues than, than DC does. Yeah, it does. DC tends to be a far more happy. Well, they're also more. Supers. They're only dealing with the super heroic stuff. They right. don't deal with the background stuff. Right. I, I found like yeah. not all the time. I mean, there's a few ones like, uh, like Batman is a, is a is a lone yeah. Um, Despite change from that. Oh, I thought you were going to say he's a loner kind of character. No, I'm the fact that he's been paired up with a teenage boy for most of his life. <laughs> <laughs> let's, 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 let's not talk about the whole Grayson issue. But, but well, not just Gray at all. All of them. Yeah. But it it's it. Tends to diverge from the the diverge or diverge. diverge. Yeah, diverge. We can we can new word. Diverge from the the, the, the general happy go lucky DC universe, whereas Batman has usually been dark, dark, dark. Yeah. Whereas in Marvel, a lot of it tends to be really dark. Well, like, because they deal with racism and a whole bunch they, of other they stuff. They deal with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is why I've always well, preferred Marvel. <coughs> Plus, also. D- Marvel's also enjoyed showing the the. 
the monster as hero, and at the same time showing that heroes can be monstrous. Sure. Yes. Now, don't get me wrong, Marvel's also done some pretty bad things for racism, like some of their... Ooh! Black superheroes! Wait, let's have a list of Black... Uh, Falcon... Uh, well, yeah, the Falcon is uh, one of their nastiest well, um, race-issue-type characters. He's Captain America's buddy, he's really great, and oh, it turns out he was actually a pimp or something. Yeah, well, that's... that's <laughs> why do they have to do that? Why do they have to make him, like, a ghetto guy? Like, he was... You know, well, Luke Cage comes from the ghetto, but he rises but, above. Yeah, exactly. Well, what I'm saying, like Falcon, they didn't have to, like they didn't have to put that part there. He could have right. just been, you know, an ex-soldier, sure. something other. Like, oh no, he has to come from the ghetto, and he's an ex-pimp. It's like, why did they have to do that? Listen, the, they dealt with stereotyping at the time. Hmm. Stereotyping. Well, look, let, let's not get into that. Yeah. Let's let's not talk about stereotyping and, and where it comes from and, and let me why get Star Trek stereotype. Which better, Star Wars or Star Trek? We won't do that, because please, let's, let's avoid... Let's, let's By the way, news, yes. so, Star Wars, George Lucas has sold... Oh my god, yes! Yes, this is the biggest piece of news. I can't believe we waited this long to talk about it. See, I waited. I waited. Wait, because I was for the news section. Correct. Yes. But, okay, <laughs> as a fan of Star Wars, I'm happy that this is happening. I am... I'm happy that Lucas is no longer in charge. Yes. Let's, let's start with that. George Lucas had a brilliant idea, yes. And for some parts of the original trilogy, it was well executed when he had someone to talk him into doing it. Yes, yeah, someone else was way. directing and doing the writing. Correct. And also, when he tries to play in little kid characters, talk him out of it. Yes. So the first two movies, the, first one, the first one, it's kind of well, it building was, up. Everyone's yes, really young. Mark Hamill was whiny as hell. So I, I had some issues with the first movie. The second movie... Everyone agrees. Empire Strikes Back. In, in, yeah. my, in my all-time top five movie picks, uh, Empire Strikes Back, and possibly number one in that list. Possibly number one. It's hard to say. Well, there's a lot of really good movies out there. Aliens versus Alien. Like, again, it's different. Not Alien versus Predator? No, 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 no. no. He's talking oh, Alien the versus Aliens. First movie versus second one, right? Alien is a great horror movie. Correct. Aliens is a kick-ass science fiction movie. Yes. Tonight, an action-adventure movie. Yeah. So I had to tell I like both. I don't choose either one because Correct. they're different Genres. And I'm gonna have to say <laughs> Aliens, the second movie, also in my top ten, top yeah. five. Yeah, I know Blade Runner's not in yours. Blade Runner is in my not in my top one hundred. <laughs> hey, Ridley Scott's gonna be doing another one. Yeah. You know, oh, I, I might I might enjoy a redone version. Okay, so they're redone. It's uh, in the same universe. Prometheus was garbage. Oh, that's, I was gonna say that's something else with that's not news, but it's older. It's, 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 it's again, yeah. it, it, this ties in, believe it or not, people actually tying this in to the George Lucas thing with okay. the Star Wars because. He had the first three, yeah. and if, then he decided, I'm going to do more, yeah. and, and this but is I'm where gonna fans... Do it, I'm going to do it my way, I'm going to do it for my children. Yes, and that's that where fans got part. upset, yeah. because they're like, how dare you mess with Star Wars, yeah. our universe? It's like, well, it's his. Yeah, it's not, though. It, well, no, well, no, but you know what? That's one of the big, I, I guess we could call it the Star Warsization of things. Right. I mean... It's Lucas's property. It's his story to do with as he wants. But at the same time, it is such a cultural phenomenon yeah. that everybody owns it. Correct. Yeah, and they got upset when it's changed because he did do big changes to the universe. Yes, and he changed the timeline, which I cannot see. Well, that happens also with Prometheus. Yeah. See, okay, now, um, I enjoyed a fair amount of the movie. There are, there are issues, don't get me wrong. The, the first three quarters of the movie, well done. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't... Like, if it was a standalone movie, I think, like, it wasn't tied into the... Right. Like, the mythology. The mythology. Yeah. It would have been better. Like, I agree. Like, the ending was just stupid, where 
Everything gets solved, and she flies off. And run perpendicular to the path, not parallel. Yeah, oh, I know, that's another one. <laughs> but we won't talk about I, that. I, I have the exact same uh, issue with the movie Starship Troopers. <clears throat> oh, God, that was a horrid movie. Hold on. It's not, though. If he, if he, as, a, as a straight up science fiction movie, as a straight movie, up science good. fiction movie, that still sucks. For they have no tactics. Let's okay. okay we're <laughs> in the future. Stop. <laughs> let's let's all clump together out in the open. Okay. Stop. Stop. So do do directors of science fiction not understand modern tactics for warfare? No. Stop. It's like Star Trek. Hey, whoa, look, he's ten feet away from me. Let's have a laser fight. No, what the? F- <laughs> okay, stop. <laughs> Starship Troopers. Terrible acting, yes. And let's not talk about the stuff that happens in the fire, in the the, the actual action sequences. Because, you know, action sequences, a a different director would have taken it a different way, and it would have been a different movie. That's fine. But I'm talking about... Dr. Dougie, who's Dougie Hauser as a Nazi... He was fine, too. But we're we're talking about social... It's a movie about social commentary. No, the book is. The, the book is, and and they're they're the playing. They're, they're they're kind of playing off parts of that. Like that that whole thing um, about how this is actually something you see on a newsreel. And do you want to learn more? Click this link. That's that's happening today. Oh that, no, that, that kind of stuff. Like, it, it was it was almost predicting how our, our future is moving towards that kind of society. So as as a movie about social commentary, kind of cool. As an outright sci-fi movie, not bad, not terrible. The animated ones were better. Oh, the animated, the Roughneck, the Roughneck TV show. You have more time to develop things. In a really well show. done, and they're in proper suits, so much more like the, the books. Uh, now, I will say the original, the book, Starship Trooper by Heinlein, it definitely in my top five yeah. best books ever written, because that really is a book about social commentary. Well, the other one, okay, is which which movie, book, or whatever you think has picked the future better? Like, like okay, my examples like Star Trek. They had the tricorders. Yep. They had the communicators. Absolutely. They had iPads. Yep. Or tablets. Yes. Yeah. Because fuck Mac. I guess we're not getting a Mac sponsorship anymore. No. <laughs> I agree with you, said. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's a good thing that everyone can get it. <laughs> MRIs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All that sort of stuff. Absolutely. Well, yeah, but now you. And then we're talking like 1960 is when that when those yeah, movies were. Well, you see now now we're kind of getting into a bit of a, a society and technology kind right. of discussion because do we have this stuff because it appeared in Star Trek? Oh, or yeah. actually no, they, they have, a lot of the scientists that worked on some of the stuff admitted. Yeah, when they, they got their ideas. They got their sure. ideas. They were influenced from, by Star Trek. They saw Star Trek and wow, and that, need to have why, it. See, why can't we do that? Well, yeah. this is where I'd like to show for in for out of the basement mm-hmm. that. You know, geeks, you may make fun of for gaming and all sort of stuff. However, video games, role-playing games, and the movies do play a huge influence, mm-hmm. you know, for ideas and society and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. like you said, from Star Trek, we got all this stuff that actually people started working on. Like the cell phones. Mm-hmm. Cell phones were... Pretty much a, a result of, of seeing the, yeah, the, exactly. the communicator in Star Trek. Yeah, So... It's pretty impressive when that's yeah. happened. I mean, this is where I'm saying, like, okay, Star Trek didn't have the same sort of modern changes of Star Star Wars mm-hmm. for the fans, but scientifically, it's actually done more mm-hmm. than Star. Still Wars. haven't seen a lightsaber for real yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's out there somewhere. Someone is working on it. Well, how do you solidify light, really? 
quasar within within a you know. But listen, it's it's not just light, right? There, there's that whole thing about how light is both a wave and a particle, uh, particle at the same time. Yeah. So who knows how they're going to work on it? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe use some sort of electromagnetics to keep it. I don't know. I don't even want to get into it. I'm not a scientist by any means. And all the way, by the way, this was without any beer yet, so, you know, we're doing pretty good. <laughs> oh, we should do a drunk version of this podcast. Oh, well, eventually. I think we should. We'll work on it. Well, let's let's get some uh, some content first, <laughs> then, we'll, then we'll work on, on sloshing up. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, okay, can I do my random avatar now? Um, no. Okay, I, I don't know. Does anyone want to have more news? Uh, well, like I said, there's the... Uh, the Games, that sort of stuff. No, not too much news. I don't but even I, know what else is coming out. Well, that's just it. It's been it's been hard because, you know, as we get older, we, we don't have this, you know, same sort of stuff to, you know, just pick up games right. and do stuff and just spend hours doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, one of the things that I kind of want to do for future episodes, um, I've got a bunch of cool new kind of board games that that's uh, fantasy flight games or Walking other dead baby or that's other other companies are putting out. Yeah, and I think we should play test some of them sure. and talk about what we thought about the games. Well, we also talked the difference for board games between uh, heavy duty board games and what they call the beer and pretzel games. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, World in Flames versus Talisman. Well, exactly. You know, <laughs> World in Flames is a huge. Yeah. Huge board game. Does it exist anywhere? Uh, yeah, it absolutely does. Okay. But I, I wouldn't even call that a, really a board game because no. it's it's much more of a, a tactical well, strategy also simulation. Also, games board games themselves have changed. Remember the old Axis and Allies? Sure. Again, not really a board game. No, yes, you use a board, and it's a game that you play. Yeah, but it's like Risk. It's an advanced version of Risk, sort of. It's far more than no, just no. You know what I mean? Like basically, it's similar to yeah. Now that they've gone into and sort of doing more with miniatures now. Sure. You know, it's it's so it's same as Talisman. Remember Talisman? I actually have never played the original okay. Talisman. Talisman now they've come up with a newer edition. Um, like Warhammer Warhammer Fantasy is right. now turned into a board game of sorts. No, not at all. Yes, the new version, the big one hundred dollar box. No, not at all. That one hundred dollar box just has armies in it. It's not a board game, though. Mm. Okay, D and D is now D and D. Yes, has, has turned into a board game. Uh, sorry, a video slash board game because you have all the special video moves. And Listen, yeah, well, I don't know how successful that was because aren't they coming out with the fifth edition of it now? Yes, as soon as possible. To and apparently, a lot of the people who hated the fourth edition of D and D have gone to Pathfinder, which yes. I think is three point five. Yeah. yeah, it's just continuing three point five. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, even before that, like I like the early like 3.5s where it started to change into a tabletop miniature game. I yeah, actually, and at the same time, it was 3.5 was more free than D and D's ever been. No, your, your that, options on characters were fantastic. That's yeah, true. But I'm going to say right here, right now, Second Ed still by far my favorite. Yes, because the issue I had with anything the, past Second, I'm I am yeah, not no interested. In. That's when they started doing the oh, you can't move five feet diagonally. You have to move five feet to your left and then five feet forward. What the f- fucking tabletop movement is this? I can't walk five feet diagonally. No, you have to walk five feet to your left, and then you turn and walk five feet forward. Who said that? No, you can. You that's can do point five. Really? No, no. Yeah, that, well, that, that's for getting around corners and things. No, like that. No, that's just period. You could you could move in a diagonal. Nope. It's just a really funky way of counting it because so, so, it counts as a five foot movement, then a ten foot movement, then a five foot yeah, movement. Yeah, so, so just just how um um I don't know how to put this how how. How how important is the board version, like the, 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 the putting physical miniatures on the table you, for three point five? Because I've never you played don't that. need to have them, but it's much smoother with them. Okay. Uh, for most people, that's all they do it with is with the 
the miniature system. Little cards yeah. now or the yeah. counters. Which I've always hated. Yeah. Because I want to, you know, it's like, I'm not going to drop a full map of everything. It's like, okay, here's the basic idea. You should know what a dungeon looks like. You should know what a castle looks like. Yeah. You and know what? All this stuff back in my day was done in our heads. Yeah. We didn't need maps. We you needed the, well, you needed the grid map. The grid paper, yeah. yeah. That's, that's well, it. Well, actually, dimensions. it's weird. One we didn't talk about, which I really also liked, was Innominate. Um, not really a big fan. You liked it. You liked I, the, I, I enjoyed the stuff that we did, but at the same time, I, I'm not really a big fan of the system. Okay. Like I said, the, um, there's the, the problem also for a lot of ones is initiative and combat and stuff like that. That's where most games... Like, all games can have some really interesting ideas sure. and stuff, but where it comes down to, besides character creation, is once you're actually involved in combat. That's where the true test... Because, I mean, if you're... Conflict resolution. Well, oh, thank you. Very well, yes. Conflict resolution, well, seriously, that's what most games are about. Right. right? And in role-playing games, that's where things always tend to slow down. Right. Because it's either you give up a lot of reality or other stuff to keep it free-flowing. Mm-hmm. But if you start getting involved in a lot of rules, like, what was that, uh, that science fiction one? Not Battle... The one... Oh, Are you thinking Starfleet Battles? Starfleet... Or? Well, not Starfleet Battles. That, that, was, that was more of a board game. That was a board game. Um, but the one that had... You tried for a while. It was all sorts of charts for... You know, uh, attacks versus uh, penetration and all sorts of stuff. Oh, right. Um... What was it? That was Living Steel. Living Steel. Yeah, because yeah, it's like too many charts and stuff like that to keep track of. Like, well, you shoot with this sort of gun, you got this much penetration versus this much armor. And yes, it, 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 it makes sense. Realistic. It makes sense, but as a gamer, you're sitting there spending so much of your time just getting through one combat. Mm-hmm. And. Well, that's one thing I don't like about role-playing games nowadays. It's all about the combat rather than the storytelling. Yeah. Um, I mean, I some of my most enjoyable role-playing sessions in Roll Dice once. It was all the storytelling. Right. Yeah. Well, you, that's your vampire one you did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess people don't really enjoy that. Uh, and you're kind of playing against the psychology of, of uh, people when you're doing that as well. Oh, yes. Because... Uh, it's a standard thing in all the books and the movies that we uh-huh. all love. The hero fails and has to come back and, but and no one wants redeem to himself, but nobody wants to go through that. Well, we actually do a whole segment just on psychology of gamers, like the different gamers involved in different games and stuff like that. We do a whole freaking segment because, yeah. <laughs> Dude, we could do an entire podcast <laughs> just about the different types of gamers that we've met yeah. or gamed right. with. No one wants to fail because, but in, you're right, in all the books and movies and everything, the biggest one is. At some point, the hero fails, and that's the motivation for getting up and actually succeeding. Yeah. I mean, even even in uh, Superman Returns that we were talking about, mm-hmm. he, he ends up failing and then has to overcome it to defeat Lex Luthor again. But he's... he's, he's <laughs> yeah. You don't have to be so derogatory about it. <laughs> hey, maybe Kevin Costner be Lex Luthor so you can have actually, a reason to cheer for that. I, I, think, I, I will not watch that movie. I will admit, one of the best things about Superman Returns was when Superman has the kryptonite in his body and mm-hmm. he's basically losing his powers and he gets the crap kicked out of him right. because he doesn't know how to fight. He's right. always dependent yeah. on his invulnerability. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's not a fighter. He's not a pugilist. No. He That's just hits you really, really hard. Do you like that word, pugilist? Yeah. No, but it also <laughs> makes sense because yeah, he, he's never had to do anything because right. he's Superman. I can lift a tank. 
Yeah. Oh, I lifted the tank. Oh, look, they're all running away. Well, that fight. <laughs> or, or, oh, you punched me in the face. Haha, ha, I take it because you well, can't Well, actually, hurt me. the fifty cal bullet in the eye that he that you oh, have yeah. in that movie that kind of defines him as well. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had to fight the entire time because I just yeah. overpower everybody. So you know, like uh, when you get into what was it, uh, Dark Knight Returns, the Frank Miller miniseries, where Batman actually manages to get himself augmented and yes. starts kicking the crap out of yes. Superman because, hey, I know how to fight. <laughs> and that was a great graphic novel. Hey, let's talk about Dark Knight. What would you think of the new movie? I like the, the Dark Knight Rises? Yes. Yes, I enjoyed it. Very uh, long three minutes at the end? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah that the whole countdown. I mean, yeah. yeah, the whole countdown thing was... That's, that, that's, the, that's just a plot, though. It's a plot device. Oh, yeah, it's happened before. Yeah. I don't know how I many mean, times I've I seen know, movies, I know movies where they say there's 20 minutes left, the countdown's going 20 minutes, and you're going, that was an hour ago. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> the thing is, like, I know people had issues with the fact that Bruce Wayne comes out of the prison in the middle of nowhere and then gets back. Yeah, just in time. Just yeah. in time. But that's... That's a tried and true thing for all, like well, even through comics and I, movies. I didn't have an issue with it because I got the impression that there was a lot of time passing well, the over thing is, that period well, that's while he was gone. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. that's just it because they don't realize they were doing it was months back and forth. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're not really sure when he got out as opposed to when he arrived. Right. And, and they keep showing in the movie Bane first at the prison and then the, the next minute he's in Gotham City again. Yeah. So how does he get back and forth? That, yeah, exactly. quickly? It's, that could be months. Yeah, exactly. So there's a time period. But also it's like the man is still Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. He still has access to a lot of stuff. Yeah, but no one knows he's there. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have any way of contacting anyone. How, how does he How does he even How does he even make contact with someone to get him yeah, that's, his equipment. But that's where you don't worry about it. It's, it's comic book yeah. stuff. You just... You, you take it with a great assault, yeah. yeah. So this is where I have a difference. People get mad at me because I nitpick certain movies as opposed to others. Right. It's like, well, okay, let's take the Bourne Supremacy ones, the Bourne Identity ones. Right. They're supposed to be based somewhat... In real life. In real life. Yeah. Right? So when he can... In the third one where he's looking through a high-secure t- high building for one of the top secret organizations, right. and he's looking right into the director's window and sees a guy type in a code, and they can get into the system with no problems. Like, right. I cry bullshit because right. like that doesn't happen. Right. You can't even look at most secure buildings. You can't get through the windows because right. they're designed not to be looked through right. for that specific reason. Right. Yeah, but then, what was it where your dad used to work? Well, that's uh, yeah, CSE. Yeah, yeah, right across the street from uh, his uncle Canada, got... Canada Post headquarters. <laughs> and wasn't it fairly frequently people in Canada Post would be looking over and then there's the phone call, please don't look our way. <laughs> <laughs> was it your uncle or one of your... Had the camera, t- the fo- telephone lens one time? I don't know. You're okay. Anyways, so that's where I have issues with... Like it's, okay, it's based in real life, sort of. Hmm. I want... I want more. You can still do a good story without going over the top. Yeah. Whereas in a superhero, I, I, I kind of had the same thing with the uh, last Mission Impossible movie, yeah. where oh, the uh, rockets were coming in, <laughs> and I was like, okay, pretty much as soon as the launch happened, it was over. Yeah, he wasn't needed anymore no. because the automatic defenses were taking care of the issue. No, no, there's that. no way the missile got that close to the city. No. There's, there's, so, like, you you can't really count Mission Impossible as a realistic style movie though, no, because no. it's a very much an over the top movie. Yes. and it's designed that way. So, whereas Born far more like as Pat was saying far more realistic mm-hmm. so the the world that it's in and the uh, the actions that the guy does are things that a regularly trained person should be able to do yeah. it's nothing fantastical mm-hmm. whereas Mission, Mission Impossible, Impossible it's just over the top. way over the top 
Yeah. And again, I, I, I look at them as different genres, even. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said, like, those are movies, I'm willing to overlook certain things mm. because it's not based around, like... Yeah, it, like it, a person it, hanging onto the front of the bullet train as it's going at 200-some-odd kilometers an hour. An actual human being can't do that. that. But if he breaks through a window in a skyscraper, I'm okay with that yeah. because it's not real. But then again, yeah. Born Supremacy and other ones are like, uh... Guys, those windows are designed to you can throw chairs and yeah. desks against them. They exactly. Yeah, like they're they're they don't want skyscrapers where someone can just jump out the building. Like they yeah, build them. So I'm I'm reading my report as I'm walking in trip and ah yeah. yeah you don't want that happening to your CEO. Exactly. No. Well, some people might want it happening to their CEO, but that's just the point. But that, but then superhero movies, like that's where Avengers, for me, is still one of the best. Super, they finally got the superhero movie right. right. You don't worry about if the guy can lift up a plane. It happens. Things crumple. He can throw stuff around that physically there's no way. Because, I mean, seriously, if you were strong enough to lift up a car, you couldn't because of stress and everything else. Mm-hmm. It, it wouldn't handle that being lifted up by one hand. Right. But in a superhero movie, pff, sure. So he picks it up, he grabs a door, he crushes it, and throws it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's comes down to story. If you're doing a science fiction or a high on, I can handle different things. But the story sells work, which is what uh, Avatar. That was <laughs> Avatar, but I'm not allowed to talk about it. Okay, well, uh, let's talk. Let's go in a completely different um, uh, direction. Now. Let's talk about the upcoming Hobbit movie. Oh God! Okay. <laughs> I Why got, do you have that? I reaction? got such an overdose of Lord of the Rings yeah. before the movies came out. I'm intentionally not paying attention to the Hobbit news. Well, I do have a problem with. Okay, have you seen the trailers? I've, I've seen. I have no idea okay. about what's going you on. You remember? Remember your issue with Gimli in the Lord of the Rings? How they made him comic relief? Correct. Imagine multiple dwarves being comic relief. Okay. Like that's where I have a problem. Like they're acting. Stupid, right? And like, no, these are. Whereas they should be the most serious out of all of them. Yes, there's like it's too much comedy right. for dwarves, and I'm like, no, why do this? Why do it? And Tom Bombadil's supposed to be in there. But well, he was probably complaining about not being in the Lord of the Rings. Okay, Tom Bombadil is one character that most people do not like for any of the Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit. Okay, he doesn't serve a function in the story. He doesn't. Move anything around. It's so you didn't care that he was cut out of the. Uh, oh God, I was actually happy. Didn't miss him. He didn't he? Was accepted. The only thing would have been he would have had them going through the barrow thing naked and then giving them clothes afterwards. Okay. So if you remember how people were talking about how they already had some gay overtones in right. the Lord of the Rings, right? How these guys come out naked from a barrow thing where he gives them clothes. I'm like. Really, the gay overtones I, re- I only found when it was Sam and, and what's his name traveling together. The Frodo. look with Sam look, and Frodo. Yeah, the look with, they with gave the look each other. Each other. <laughs> but you know, Tom Bombadil is not that we have any problem with with homosexuals at all. No, just no. put it out there. But it's what, just gay. I love gay people. What I'm saying though is like Tom Bombadil, he, even Tolkien himself admitted he doesn't. He wasn't really there for much of the story. Right. It's. He does a lot of singing and poetry and other sort of stuff. Which I'm happy that was not in the movie. Yeah. You know, it's... And I, I had issues alone with the third one and a whole bunch of other stuff. But So that's why I'm not looking forward to the new one. I mean, I want to see the Battle of Five Armies, but I'm also not happy that they're making it three movies. Right. instead of Like, why does it have to be three movies? There's no reason besides Cash Cow. True. Grab. True. It's not, it's not that long a story. Like, yeah. I remember that's... The, that's why I actually do. Okay, it's half the story, half the length of one of the Lord of the Rings books. Correct. So why is it three movies like three Lord of the Rings books? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know. So that's that's why I'm not looking forward to it. 
Now, what do you think about so Narnia? This pretty much a dead series now. What Narnia? Yeah. Why? Because the third one. The third one they gave over to a new production company for a lot less budget. Okay. So that's why I didn't do too well. I was okay with the third movie, if it's the same one I'm thinking of, until they got to the Golden Shore. Yeah, that's the one. The whole uh, that was just way too much Christian garbage. Well, that was the second one too. Where he dies and he's reborn. Yeah, and then the first one had it too when the lion saves the day. I, I understand well, there's a lot of... It's C.S. Lewis. Yeah, he, was, yeah. he was born again. I, I understand that there's a lot of Christian overtones in this storyline to begin with. Yes, it's fine. But they're so overt with it. Like, they, they, they slap you on the face with it. There, there are ways but to be subtle. It's, and yeah, they but don't it's not choose Narnia without it. I guess. Alright, so we covered most stuff for the first cat boss or cat boss <laughs> podcast. Over, that's a um, we're currently sitting almost at an hour, so that's that's probably enough time, right? I mean, we could keep going, I suppose. Well, that was pretty good for a podcast. An hour's not bad. Yeah, any like I've, I I listen to a lot of podcasts. Like when I'm at work, I do a lot of podcast listening. I'm sensing a trend that we could have here, though. What's that? Waiting for Pat's Avatar rant, but we're going to save it for the end. <laughs> oh, 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 I go around it. <laughs> next time, next time, we'll talk later. <laughs> there, oh, who's the um, the late night guy who would always do that to someone? They do that a lot for a lot of stuff. No, but there's, there's Kevin, uh, Conan O'Brien, and then Matt, Matt Matt Damon, I think. Maybe. I think it's Matt Damon. Like uh, again, I listen to a lot of podcasts, so the, these things keep coming up about how. We'll say it's Conan O'Brien, because it actually might be. And he would say, oh, and Matt Damon's coming on. And then they'd get to the end, and Matt Damon's, like, in the green room. And they're kind of like, oh, we're not going to have enough time for you. Sorry. <laughs> and, like, they did it to him, like, eight or nine times. Oh, like, like, why would he keep going back? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So just remember, I need, a, I need to have my Avatar rant then, because that's a whole, like, you know. Yeah, I'm sure you can rant for an hour about what Avatar. Kind of but really, that rant isn't that imp- uh, interesting. Avatar is so old. And then there's that too. Yeah. Okay, so he's making some more movies for it. So, so we're we're at the hour mark, or thereabouts, three minutes off, and beer prob- time. Probably is a good time to crack open some beer. You, I suppose we could record the the, the post beer conversations as well, but we might cut. Is, there probably isn't any need for that. <laughs> so why don't we call it? Well, well call it quits for today. Crack the beers first. Oh, let's crack the beers open first. Okay. All I have is James ready. At this point, as much of a beer snob as I am, I'll take whatever you have. Uh, I like James Ready beer. It's a good beer for the price. <laughs> now, before I cut my hands, this is twist off. It's twist off. Because <laughs> I've done that before. I know. Okay, so uh, saying good night. Or good day. Or good day. Cheers, all. Because we're technically doing this in the afternoon. Cheers to everybody. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode of uh, The Basement. Sounds good. I was about to say bathroom. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>